Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Welcome to episode 39, Why Mediums Need Boundaries. In this episode, you will learn reasons why mediums need boundaries if they want to be fulfilled and have enough energy to to maintain their business and life. I hope everybody enjoys the show. Hi guys, welcome back. Today's episode is why mediums need boundaries. And this one's a huge one. As a medium myself, and Tony as my husband, witnessing my mediumship readings and working with clients and all sorts of things, it's so important to have boundaries, don't you think? It is. I've witnessed Lindsay where she was not too good at her boundaries. And then I've also, now I see Lindsay to where she's way better at establishing her boundaries. Yeah. Around mediumship. Yeah, when it comes to it, I think at the very beginning of connecting with past loved ones, it's one of those things where you're excited to help everyone. And then there gets to be a point where you get bombarded by people coming up to you and saying, can you give me a reading right now? And you're at like a family party or you're out with your friends. And I would give readings constantly because I was excited to, to share the information from past loved ones. And what started to happen was when my business started getting busier, I had to start to say no to the people that were just wanting those readings at random times. Yes, and some people suggesting you do readings for other people too. Like, oh, you should yes. do a reading for this person, and then in that moment you feel that that person's not really open to it. Right. I, that's happened oh to Lindsay gosh, yeah. over the years. And it's happened to me too, because I'm, I'm a medium too. Yes. I don't practice it um, professionally right now, like Lindsay, but as a medium and knowing how to connect to the other side, I can relate to mm-hmm. this topic pretty well here. Yeah, you definitely can. Because you're in the stage where you're excited to give, and you're like, if I'm connecting in, I'm just going to keep on giving. I am. I'm ready. I'll give our neighbor a reading <laughs> right now. Like, I'm excited. Not that I would. I, I know better. But then for you, you only give certain people readings because not everybody is open to it, obviously. But I am at that stage. Yeah. Like, to where I'm excited, and I want to keep on going with the information because I'm building my rapport up with the other side and it's mm-hmm. like an exciting time. But, and I've been exactly where Tony is and sometimes I'm like, Tony, go to sleep. Cause he'll be up and, and Tony will be like, I feel like there's someone that's around us right now. I'm like, you don't need to tune in right now. You know, you don't have to. But I know that feeling of wanting to be so open and to receive, so it's an awesome feeling. But what I recognized even in myself years ago and then also for my students is once you get in the habit of saying yes when you don't want to say yes it feels like a job and you don't want it to feel like a job you want it to feel um like something that you love and part of your purpose and when something becomes like a task and it it feels overwhelming and you feel out of balanced and drained you know you need to shift something exactly because you need time for rest with anything that you do yeah. You you wouldn't want to cut grass all day long or cut hair all day long or whatever it is right. that you're doing. You need time to rest. And if you don't rest, then you're not going to be good for anybody. 
exactly. with any reading that you do or if you were a hairstylist you'd be giving messed up haircuts <laughs> I know half the time because you're not resting yeah so with mediumship I feel like it's even more so because it's it's a skill that's intangible and for some reason people when there's a skill that's intangible people think that you could just do it all day long and oh yeah. you know compared to if you did cut hair or something people would I think would be more um, understanding oh she's probably tired because she's physically right cutting the hair compared to like doing a medium you're like no I'm tired because this is physically tiring doing this mm -hmm. they think it they it doesn't look like it but it is that's so true because energetically when you are giving readings you have to be on as a human but also you are feeling the emotions of the spirit realm too so <laughs> I think, at I know, Romeo's he's... at the door, of course, he's trying to come in right now, he's, he actually scratches at the door. If you see this on video, you, it's even more interesting than, than listening to us talk about it, but um, yeah. He's, now he's growling. He's... Here, let's let oh, him I in real quick. He just growled. Okay. I'll let him in real quick. I'll come here, buddy. Keep on talking. Yeah, keep on talking. Okay, so there's a boundary right there. We gotta have create some boundaries yeah, with Romeo. Um, but I think the big thing with boundaries is when you're a medium, you need boundaries with the spirit realm, and you also need boundaries with the humans. But I feel more so as time goes on, the humans are the ones that we need more boundaries with. So for me, the spirit realm, when I'm working with past loved ones, they know, okay, right before I'm doing a reading, um, or right when I'm about to do a reading, when I'm on the phone with the client or in person, that's when I'm starting. I don't receive messages beforehand a day before from them normally. That happened in the past more so because I was so open to receive and I also had a fear like what if I don't get anything that day and it's like I opened up to it beforehand. That happens. Um, and I find students come to me and say, well, what happens if they're coming to me at all hours of the night? Well, they shouldn't be. Because you're only staying open right before you're about to, to do the reading. So you get on the phone with the client, you, you, you introduce how it works for you, and then you connect in. You don't, what I call, what actually the common phrase is stack spirits. So a lot of people will come into contact with um, opening up beforehand like before you do an event mm -hmm. and you might be sitting waiting for your turn to go on stage if you're doing a group event and you start connecting in with the spirit before you actually go on stage and that's called stacking and it's actually not as beneficial to do that um, so you need to have your own boundaries up too like what is your belief about when you're going to connect in to the spirit realm because you have to be fully energized and in order to be in integrity and in balance that's going to be being very clear on your beliefs when it comes to when am I working and it does it feel safe to say no for myself because saying no is really strong you know if you're not really believing that you can say no it's kind of like a wishy-washy energy that you're putting and that's off the to people. the spirit realm or to or regular to people humans. you have to be very yeah. clear and intentional yeah and knowing your boundaries exactly knowing what you want and being very clear about that right because think of us with all the children that our nieces and nephews, it's so easy to say yes to everything to kids. Which I do a lot yeah. of times. They're so cute. When but you then say I'm drained. Yes, and then you're drained and you're frustrated. Every time I say yes all the time, I'm like, oh, you know, I feel bad. I never, I don't see them much. So. And then and, it becomes resentful, right? 
It does. At certain points. It's just not good, really. It's mm -hmm. not effective, really. It's not as effective as it could be. And when we're living our life, we want to be as effective as, effective as we can be. And when you're not having those boundaries and you're saying yes, 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 even to like, you know, like your nephews or nieces or whoever it may be, mm -hmm. you're going to be drained. So how do you know if your boundaries aren't established or, or effectively established? You're drained most of the time. And I hear that a lot from empaths. They say, oh, I'm, I'm drained all day long no matter what I do. I, mm -hmm. I work out. I, I eat healthy. I do this. No matter what I do, I'm drained. Yeah. Well, you could work out. You could eat healthy and you could drink water. If you don't have your energetic boundaries, I call them established, meaning like inside your mind, you know mm -hmm. exactly how you want things to go. And not only know, it's, a, it's an energy that says it for you within your body. It mm -hmm. just, when you walk into a room, people see the boundaries. And if they don't see it consciously, it's unconscious. And they know what to say to that person, how to say it, if they should approach them or all of your boundaries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you don't have those in place, then you're exhausted. Right. And when I would say yes, and I'll give my mom as an example. She always says, "Oh, you always talk about us, uh, talk about me on my on the podcast." It's funny. She's a listener, so she knows that I'm gonna <clears throat> share things, and it's actually better to share our human experiences so you understand what can yes. come up. I remember when I first did my readings, my mom's like, well, my friend really needs a reading from you. She's going through a horrible time. I'm like, well, all my clients are going through a horrible time. Like, I want to be there for everyone, but I just can't physically and emotionally do it. She's like, well, I gave birth to you. I'm like, mom, <laughs> you, it doesn't matter if you gave birth to me. I'm not going to give every friend a reading for free because I won't even be good for my clients. So, but when I fully believed it and I didn't feel guilty saying it, that's when she stopped. And she's like, now I understand, I get it now. But at the beginning, she did not get it. And I don't get pushed around or asked questions like that anymore, really. There's hardly any times where people ask me for readings because of the response that I give. And it's your energy, your unconscious energy. energy that you put off. Yes. And will this take a second? I mean, will this work right away for people that don't have established boundaries right now? Can they just listen to this podcast and yeah. be like, all right, I'm, I'm going to live that way. And then it just happens magically? No, it's not yeah. going to happen overnight. But you could take this information and start to figure out, wait, why am I drained? What am I saying yes to? What am I not honoring within myself? And start to reestablish those boundaries. So. Right. If you're giving readings all the time and you're saying yes to everybody, well, stop doing it. And you yeah. don't have to put a guilt trip and give them a million reasons why you're not going to give the reading. Just say, just think of like a real short phrase to say to, to, say to them at first. Because mm -hmm. like Lindsay said, as you establish this, you won't have to speak up as much about this anymore because it'll start to go away. Yeah. People will start to realize, wait, she's not just going to give readings every time she's around. So let give let that process happen, but at the beginning you could just be straight up with people and be clear and loving. You don't have to be mean. Like yeah. no, I'm not giving a reading. But you could just be like, I, I have to honor my energy, and um, you know I do this for professional work, and it takes a lot of um, energy to do this. Yeah. And you could just something simple like that, and just be loving and direct with them. Say exactly how you feel. 
Exactly. And sometimes I actually feel pulled. It's usually by the people that aren't pulling on my energy where I want to give them a reading. Exactly. So I'm not saying not to give a reading if you don't feel guided. But for me, I actually, in my mind, my boundary within myself and for my business and my clients is I want to make sure that I'm the best, I'm the most energized for them and the best that I can be for my clients and the spirit realm. So I won't do more than five private readings a day. Really, I keep it to four now. And I won't do five days worth of readings. Like there's no way I will do that. I, I lock it in at certain days and certain times. So it's very easy to be kind of tugged around by your clients because you want to help them. But in the end, when you get drained and you feel resentful, the energy that you put off is not beneficial to yourself to your clients and to your family. Imagine if I did readings all day, Tony, you'd be like, No, I wouldn't be here. It. I wouldn't be here right now. I'd be gone because she wouldn't be happy. Yeah. She wouldn't be or feel fulfilled. She wouldn't yeah. have, you know, not that Lindsay's perfect all of t all the time. She still has moments to where I, I want to leave the house. But <laughs> if you leave yourself open all of the time and you don't honor your boundaries, and if Lindsay would give readings all of the time, it would just not be good for anybody. Right. And it's not good. It's mm -hmm. not good to do that. Yeah. And you have to have boundaries with your prices, which we'll get into another episode. I think we have that one coming up, right? Yes. This goes for everything. Your pricing with everything, because boundaries are boundaries. It's the cause and effect. It's why everything. So if you're going to ask yourself the question, why is everything happening in my life the way that it is? Mm -hmm. And Jim Rohn, who I talk about a lot in here, he would say, well, it's because things like that usually happen to people like you. And he's not saying that to be mean. What he's saying is, if you want things to change on the outside, if you want the effects to change, you're going to have to change yourself because you are the variable. You're the reason why people are treating you how, the, how they're treating you. And is that saying, oh, if somebody's treating you horribly, does that mean you're a bad person? No, it just means you need to take ownership and say, look, I'm here and they're treating me like this because I'm putting off some kind of energy or I'm doing it's something with me, within me, that is attracting this. And then once you get to that space, I feel like all of these boundaries are easy because then you could just be honest. If you're honest with yourself or with anybody in your life, everything else is easier. That's and I true. feel like that's what we need to do. We need to get honest with our boundaries and what's get honest about what's really happening in our life and not what we think is happening. Like yeah. what's, what's really happening and then start to reconstruct our boundaries at that point. Yes. Some people listening to this might not even know what their boundaries are, you know? They might not know that they should put boundaries in place. Well, that's when you gotta go and ask the question, am I drained? If you're, if, if you're energized yeah. and you have a lot of energy most of the day and and you're fine and you feel happy and fulfilled, you probably have really good boundaries set that you may not even know that you have set. But if you don't and you're drained a lot of the times or more times than you want, I look at that thing. When you look at that as the key Definitely. indicator, if they're drained or not. Yes, drained or not. And another added piece to this that you might not even think of as a listener is if you have clients or not. Because if you don't have a steady flow of clients coming in, there's something off with your energetic boundaries. Yes. So it could be energetic boundaries with your belief about yourself and the self negative self-talk that you have as a medium. Okay, so if you get very clear on, all right, my boundaries, I'm not gonna talk down to myself. 
about my mediumship. I'm not gonna talk down to myself about my business. I'm gonna work on that. That's a boundary right there, don't you think? It is, it's, it is, it's part of your inner. So that inner, the inner, inner boundaries and what you're accepting of yourself. Because that's where um, it all thought, that's where it all starts, which yeah. they probably heard before, but this is all just the truth of what it is. Yeah. So you, it all starts in how you think about yourself. If you're putting yourself down in your business or in your social life or whatever, well, the that's a low energy and that same energy is going to manifest on the outside exactly. and you're going to have other people putting you down because they're just validating what you already believe about yourself. Right. And it's okay if you feel negative about yourself. Don't it fake it. Like don't say, "Oh, I don't think this about myself, so I'm just going to ignore the feelings and not say it." But at least deal with it and go through it. Be yes. honest. That's what I was saying earlier. It's yeah. all about just being real and honest with right. what's what's really happening. We're all humans and just because we heard of the secret law of attraction doesn't mean we know everything about life. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what happens with people. Sometimes they read one book or they hear one good quote and they think they have the key to life and and it just doesn't work that way. In my experience, maybe maybe there's rare humans on this planet that, were, that may work that way. I don't believe it. I feel like it's a continuous thing that we could always get better. Yeah. And the only way we do it is by being honest with ourselves and reflecting on what's happening in our life because yes. we already know how energy works. It's cause and effect. We know this. Are there some weird occurrences that happen? Yeah, those are few and in between, but I still feel on a deep level there's some kind of energy of why they were attracted. But in the end, if you look in general in your life, it's going your life is going to tell you a lot about you. Mhm. Mm yeah, that's true. It's just going to show up. It's a lot gonna, about your inner. It's going to be in material things. And what's physical manifestation? Physical. Yes, material, emotional. humans, emotions, your relationships with people, your relationships with I feel like your relationship with your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend and your parents and everything that's huge. Yeah, it is. If you don't know how to have that you know, then, then it, 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 that's a huge thing. Right. That's a huge thing because I found that that's a core issue with a lot of people is something with their spouse or their parents. And if they don't have that, it, it starts to affect every Yeah, it's area. a mirror what you're feeling within yourself anyways. So you got to get to the root of that problem. Yeah. There was something that you said that reminded me of emotions. It was the emotions of when it comes to mediumship and what you're doing in your work and how it creates things in your life. So you can actually have a bunch of clients. So you know how I went back in time in, in this podcast when I said, if you don't have a lot of clients then you have boundary things coming up. Well, if you do have a lot of clients and you're drained and you're unhappy and not fulfilled, then there's a boundary thing there too. And this isn't to point the finger and make you feel shameful of, oh, I'm doing something wrong. This is just to, make you aware and I, I'm speaking on it because I've actually been through both sides of it exactly so um, but I would say to look at that you know if you're busy with clients but you're still not happy what kind of things are you doing are you really focused on the service that you're giving um, are you also receiving are you charging enough to actually um, have that even energy exchange those so, are all great questions so to it's ask. Something to think about. And it's not about wrong or right either. Like, we, yeah, this may hurt some people's feelings when they hear it. They're like, "Oh wait, 
I thought I thought everything was fine, but it's not about wrong or right. It's about being real with are you enjoying your life, right? And can you enjoy it a little bit more if you put, if you reordered these boundaries a little bit, and if yeah. you um, restructured them, could you enjoy it a little bit more? And if the answer is yes, then do it. Yeah, right, right. that's true. Well, I'm thinking of an example for me because I felt like I was like doing really well with my boundaries because that was one thing I had mm -hmm. to work on for a while, and we traveled for three months when we were away and we were just everywhere. We had the best time, but also I realized that my self boundaries were not, were actually getting, um, how do I, they were like fizzled out. So I knew for myself I needed time of my own, but in my back to Lindsay living at my mom's house and my dad's house high school mode, I was always pulled in a thousand different directions. So for me, I was always on the go. I was never really wanting to stay home. I wanted to go, go, go. And when we stayed at my parents' house, I felt like that was me again. I felt like I went back into my high school days of going. And I actually started to put everyone else before me. I wanted to see my family and my friends and work with clients, but I did not make the time to actually honor what I was feeling. So I became exhausted and, and drained and resentful at certain moments of that. When I felt it, I'm like, ooh, something's not right. I don't have my boundaries in place. So I whose fault was no. this? Me. Yes. It was me. So, But once I became aware of going back into that pattern, and being aware of that feeling, it was a wake-up call. It wasn't like, why am I feeling drained? Let me blame it on everyone else. Yes. No, it was me. So it's okay if that happens, but when you're aware of it the first time, maybe you ignore it. Second time, maybe you blame it on, on someone else. And then the third time, you're like, oh, now I get it. Like, that's, that's a wake-up call. And I think that's important. It's very important. And it's another thing for those of you who travel a lot. Yeah. Don't forget self-care. And I think true. that's what happened with Lindsay. And part of self-care, I say self-care not meaning that can mean a lot to different people. I mean like everything, taking care of yourself, your thought life, your need for alone time, all of that. You can't forget that yeah. when you travel and when you're on vacation. I feel like that's what a lot of people do when they're on vacation. They let their guard down, which is good. Good to do that. But I still feel like you should still put self-care in. Right. Because you would, you will enjoy that vacation even more so. And I should have been waking up. Like, Tony was actually getting up early and going rollerblading. I'm like, what? Where are you? Like, where are you going? And he's gone rollerblading, come back and back energized. And I'm like, I'm waking up, getting on the phone, trying to coordinate where I'm going next. So if I just built in like 15 minutes of that time, it would have made a huge difference, which I ended up implementing it, but I could have had more of an enjoyable time where I didn't feel like I was pulled in a thousand different directions. And I, some people live that way in their regular life, even when they're not on vacation or they're just constantly going, going, going. Yes. And the whole point of this episode is to bring yourself back a little bit and start putting those boundaries up. Yeah. And allocating time for you to have alone time. Yeah, I and think I got to the point where I was like, okay, I need reflexology or I need a massage. And I got to the point where I, I needed it. It wasn't like, oh, I'm, I'm locking this in and setting it up. Because normally when I'm in Tampa, I'm really aware of it. And usually I would say when I'm traveling too. You are pretty good at it. But in this situation, I waited till I was like, I can't give anymore. I actually said that I can't give anymore. This is it. 
So it's kind of interesting how it comes out, but it was a lesson learned because I almost fell back into that trap for a long time, but luckily I, I got out of it after. So what should we give them to do practically that they could do? I just feel like you should be aware. I don't feel like it's anything, this humongous thing to do. I think it's to become aware of the energy that you need throughout the day, even if you built in like 10 minutes a day where you have it for yourself and make sure you're saying no when you need to when it comes to mediumship readings, whether it's clients or even people you work with. Don't be afraid to say no. What do you I think? love that. And I would say to always tune into yourself and silently ask yourself or say it out loud. Mm -hmm. If you need to, ask yourself, am I drained? Yes. Do I feel drained? And if you are drained, think about what about what about my actions over the, this past day or mm -hmm. a couple hours is causing me to be drained? Or maybe it yeah. was like the day before. And start to reflect. And like Lindsay said, it's not one thing that you could do to solve this problem. I think it's an ongoing thing that we have to just have the mindset of. Tuning in to ourselves, knowing ourselves, like all the greatest minds, like they always say, and um, figuring out if we're drained or if we're energized. If you're energized, you're doing something right. If you're mm -hmm. drained, there's things that you could reconstruct. Definitely. I hope this episode really helped you in some way share with us your viewpoint about any experience that you've had. If you're a medium or someone that's working with clients or even working with, with your family and how you deal with, with this sort of thing too. We'd love to hear from you guys. Yes. Thank you. We'll see you next time. See you next time. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.